Episode four? Episode four, yeah. I mean it's been a bit of a bit of a while since the last one, but you know, it was Christmas and all Christmas, that. So. Christmas, New Year, new lockdown, uh yep. snow, which is the biggest uh, development in our yeah. lives at the moment. Yeah, I know, that's like the most exciting thing we've got going there. <laughs> Everyone's locked down, everyone's off work, it's a Sunday as well, so everyone's out in the snow enjoying themselves. I know it's actually been like quite good to just look out the window and be like, "Oh wow, something different other than cars." And that's exactly what I've been doing. (laughs) You would think now that it's snowed, I've gone out and done something, but I've not. I've sat at this computer all day, and I've been sat there going, "I all all week I've been going, I really hope it snows. I really hope it snows," as if I was going to go out and do anything in it. We get like a good, I don't know, what would you call it, like four inches, five inches, maybe. Possibly, I've, I've I've like avoided going out. Okay. I sort of put my finger in it and went, "Oh, that's cold." That's very cold. I don't <laughs> want that. It's like eating up. But yeah, so we've had like four or five inches. I got everything that I asked for, and all I've done is look at it from my bedroom window. Yeah. And you know, you know what? I've come yeah. to the realization that I have turned into a grumpy old man already at, at the ripe old age of twenty-five. Oh, no. I was telling you this, I said I was going to save this for the podcast, I was talking to you about it before. So we've had this snow, right? Yeah. So of course, like everyone does when we were kids, all the kids are out there building snowmen, having snowball fights and all that. I'm looking out my window, (laughs) here it is, I'm looking out my window going, oh, doesn't this just look great? Everything looks better with snow, the trees are looking good, the the ground's looking good, Uh, and even when I stuck my head out the window there... I couldn't hear any cars driving by. The snow seemed to make everything quieter, like it insulates everything. But anyway, right. I'm, I'm looking out the window and the snow's looking, making the, the world look beautiful. And then the kids start, the kids have used all the snow down at their end, building a snowman. So they oh, come no. up to our end that's looking all nice and lovely and start using all of my snow. And I didn't say anything because I'm not that much of a grumpy old man, but I'm sat there thinking, leave my snow alone, you bastards. It looks good. Like, how dare you play in it and have fun in it? I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, no, you got angry at them for ruining your snow. I, only, in, only in my head, though. I didn't actually say anything to them, yeah. but yeah. You didn't abuse the kids. No, 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 no. no. I've just come to the realisation that I am a grumpy old man. It's the best way to be sometimes, isn't it? I mean, oh, just can't be doing with people nowadays. And you had your... I feel like the more... Oh, go on. You had your grumpy old man moment with, um, you just clean the house, then people walk through with their snowy feet. Don't. I literally, I I decided, right, Sunday I'm going to sprinkle in everywhere, just going to get the place gutted. I'd literally just finished hoovering up, cleared the table, and Kirsty and Brody walked in. She threw her coat onto the side, took his gloves off, whacked them on the table, so there was wet all over my table. Yeah. I was just like, no one appreciates me around here. I've spent all this time tidying, you've wrecked it all. I was just like going off moaning to myself, and they just laughed at me. You finally sound like your parents, where it's like, I've spent all day cleaning this house. Yeah. And then she left the door open when they, um, she went out at one point. I was like, 
you don't pay for the eating i do shut the bloody door <laughs> brilliant oh. no i can't believe it can't believe it well now well, that's that fine now that the UK is excited because we've finally been blanketed with snow, let's get everyone listening excited with the latest news. Do you want to break the news? I shall break the news, right? So we've decided that we're that popular now. We've managed to get us on Spotify and iTunes. Hey, we actually did we're something. There, we we did it. a thing. <laughs> we did a thing. So the you bunker, did a thing. I did I'm a monitored. thing. <laughs> Yeah, me and Jake hadn't like talked anything about the podcast because we've both been busy doing Christmas stuff, New Year stuff, university stuff. And I just messaged yeah. him one night like, Jake, uh, by the way, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, <laughs> so people can listen anywhere, anytime. Looks a bit more professional, audio-only version of the podcast, all that. So, uh, yeah. You did the background. You got us a new background, made it all nice. Yep. That's another thing. How could I even forget to mention that? We've got a nice new background. It looks <laughs> slightly more professional, I hope. Yeah, it just gives you that bit of encouragement, doesn't it, to crack on. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and on the background, it says you can listen to Spot, listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. So if uh, YouTube yeah. adverts are getting annoying or you can't sit there with your data running if you're at work or something draining it with the video version yeah, stick really. it on spotify stick it on itunes away you go yeah it's going great going great we we've also we've got a tiktok but there's nothing on it <laughs> we decided that the great idea would be to get like down with the kids and all that would be take highlights from the podcast and stick them as little clips on tiktok but that's jake's job and he hasn't done it yet <laughs> Yeah, no, it, I, I, I can't get into the whole TikTok thing. Like, my partner keeps sending me all these links to all these funny videos she finds. And I've gone on it, right? We're following quite a few people on TikTok. I'm trying to get us into that, all the gaming societies. Okay. And yet for me, it's got like two options. It said for, um, who you follow it and then for you. And all I've got is girls taking their clothes off. And it's like, I'm not following any of these people. Where are the gaming stuff? Where's all of the information for me? That's because <laughs> you've you've it. just incriminated yourself. That's because when you're uh, looking through, your eye probably stops for a, a little bit longer on the girls taking their clothes off than the gaming things. That's the thing. On, on your phone, it's not a scroll down where you've got all the videos in a row. They yeah. come up one by one. That's what I mean. So when they come up one by one, you're, you've probably stayed on it for like five seconds and it's gone, oh, he stayed on that for five seconds. He must like Although, this. I was showing Brody one earlier. We wanted to see his reaction. And um, it's just some girl bouncing around, as they do. And his face drops. He went. Uh, <laughs> you introduced him to it. I'm not sure how yeah. I should even feel about that. No, it weren't, it weren't a good idea. But yeah, no, I can't, I've been like just having to click on loads of different gaming channels to try and get funny stuff popping up or stuff that might be informative and nothing nothing so i think that might be where i'm having to take our channel and i might have to do some myself yeah you just passed that age yeah. now where you can't pick up the new cool app and uh just work it no it was like vines though i never got into vines either vines were good i never had the vine app but vines were good vines were like tiktoks you can be on any other social media platform and you just get bombarded with them anyway and the worst yeah. thing is 
old videos, like old viral videos, like Charlie bit my finger or something that were out 10 years before TikTok or Vine or whatever there. All of a sudden you start seeing them videos again, but with a Vine watermark or a TikTok watermark. What's all that about? I don't know. It's like, there's got to be some copyright there. I mean, those were the good days back when content was pure funny stuff. None of yeah. this fake stuff they have nowadays. I know, not these oh. people with high-quality microphones making podcasts and things like that. I know. It's like, just, just what they're doing. But the worst thing is, just like with Vines, when it first came out, I was like, these are crap. Who would ever listen to these? And the more I get sent, the more I see myself like just flicking through, like, oh, these aren't actually that bad. These, these are quite funny. And it's like, no, I will not enjoy them. I refuse. I won't let myself be corrupted. I don't want to like it and I won't like it. (laughs) Yeah, so it's... We'll get on there eventually. We'll sort it out. I I, I just can't think of what's put on there. We're going to have to employ some kind of like illegal labour, some like a 14-year-old that is like completely on it, that knows all about TikTok. Like, look, show show Jake the tricks of the trade. Yeah, just uh, we'll sponsor you. To be fair, though, my uh, my younger brother might be able to give us some tips, so we'll have to tap him up, see, see what knowledge he's got. He's around that age now, isn't he? He is. That's crazy, that is. It is. It is. <laughs> anyway, enough of this, like, reminiscing two old men in a pub talking about better days stuff. What's the first topic? Right. So this is one that um, you found. About housing companies. Oh, this was hilarious. I've seen a little bit of this, but I've not paid much attention to it. So there should be a a little link in there for you to uh, click a picture. Mm -hmm. For anyone that doesn't know, if we actually do have any listeners from abroad, from overseas, uh, (laughs) from distant lands, listen to two exotic Brits, uh, the UK because our government are completely or seem to be completely incompetent, they put up some flood defences because we were expecting heavy rain and floods. The flood defences completely failed and people's houses are underwater to the point that their second storey is almost completely engulfed in water. And the photo I found is a field of... uh, new newly built houses where it's going to be a plot of land where the newly built houses are going to go and it's a big sign let me get this up actually let's uh let's find the link so this this is a picture of a plot of land and it's got the typical advertisement sign on it uh that says let me see see if i can get this link up so the it basically says let me see where are we going? It, it basically there? says uh, two, three, and four bedroom homes designed for living, and all you can see is water as far as the eye can see. The sign is even engulfed in uh, water. Underwater. I mean, it's not a good start, is it? Not particularly, really no. Not Why concentrate on making housing suitable at the moment when you can make more unsuitable housing? It's all about the money, isn't it? It just goes to the lowest bidder. They use the find the cheapest land they can get. There we go. That picture's up on screen now, so everyone can see it. What what everybody's looking at, if you're an audio only listener, is uh, a field that looks as if it could be a lake, and it's got a sign in it that says um, 
two, three, and four bedroom houses for sale, designed for living, as if it's some kind of grand uh, announcement. And <laughs> it's just all flooded. So if you can imagine some houses there now, it's an advertisement for the fact that buy your house and next year it can be completely underwater. I mean, I understand we need more housing. But someone's not using their head. I mean, for all we know, actually, they could be planning on putting all of them on stilts. This could be some new floating island type. <laughs> well, what I heard, if I just quickly yeah, flick back to that picture so people can see, if you're looking at that picture, Jake, off to the right-hand side, there is the smallest hill, if you can even call it a hill, uh, that sort of raises up out of the water. Okay. So to be fair to them, this this tiny hill, basically a couple of steps high, isn't in the water and they the council responded to this because the tweet went viral with this picture and the council said oh big misunderstanding guys don't worry the houses aren't going to be built on the bit that's flooded they're going to be built on right. the bit above it so don't worry everything's fine but essentially all that means is that your front garden is going to be flooded and if you want to pop to the shops you're gonna to have to swim i mean that to me looks like there's traffic on there though <laughs> yeah I have not got a clue. I don't know. I don't but, know. I mean, it's just more proof that our government's useless, really, isn't it? I mean, what else can you say? I remember a clip a couple of years ago that whoever the minister is for housing, whoever's in charge of getting new houses, one of these Piers Morgan type interviewers were trying to say, uh, do you know how many houses the Conservative Party have built this year? And the woman's basically trying to avoid the question. And they go, uh, it's not it's not a hard number to remember. It's zero. <laughs> the entire year they built no houses. And that whole year we had a minister for housing. What has she been doing? Chill Apparently um, giving the contracts to companies that are going to build on floodplains. It's just stupid. Like near my area, well, your area and all, um, on one side of the village, I never have to go down there anymore. And back in my day, there was lots of fields. <laughs> I went by it not long ago. And there's just, like, the village has doubled. No idea yeah. where. And they're planning, they've um, now got planning permission to do it through with all the fields to the next village they're building on there really it's like yeah yeah the whole whole thing's just going with connecting with the next village and the thing with our villages as well it floods yeah oh yes i just don't know it's a tough one because like they have got to build more housing especially affordable housing but it's got to be better places surely i mean can't think of any but then that's not my job it's not it's not our job, is it? That's what we pay our taxes for, so that better people can do better things. Exactly. Our job is to moan about it when they do it wrong. Exactly. For, so far, I've begged for snow all week. I've moaned about the snow. We've looked at a funny meme and moaned at housing. That's all this podcast is so far. Go on, start us off on something else. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start a moaning here. <laughs> uh, for a change. All right. So... PlayStation Xboxes have come out since um, since we last recorded. Since the big drought of December 2020. Yeah. And there's not been many of them. No. None at all. I mean, it's like, they're like gold dust to get your hands on them. Uh, PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, is it? Yeah. I'm so lost with um, the Xbox's name in. 
I, I can't tell. Is it the Xbox Series X or is it Xbox Series S? I think there's, there is an S and there really? is an X, but I don't know which one is the most modern one or if they're both modern and there's a slight difference. I don't know. I, don't, I think one of them might be the disk drive and one without. Possibly, yeah. I mean, Whereas anything sounds right to me, to be honest. And disk. Yeah. But yeah, um, they're, they're like gold dust. Um, I've been trying to get my hands on a PS5. I'm only doing it from Argos, so I'm not not like jumping onto every website. And I think it was Curry's or someone, they released them and a scalper grabbed 2,000 of them. Really? That was this time around as well? Mm-hmm. Just posting pictures. Their bots have done it. They just grabbed 2,000 of them. And it's like, how, how can you allow your company to do that? Well, I actually knew about the Curry's one because being this social media genius that I clearly am, uh, okay. I took advantage of the hashtag that was uh, going online because we, we actually got on iTunes and Spotify earlier on in the week when the Curry's thing was happening. So I, I used the Curry's is down hashtag and I was like, whilst hashtag Curry's is down, why don't you listen to the Bunker podcast? <laughs> Apologize, Ben. One second. That's all good. Yeah, so whilst Jake's is Jake's uh, sorting things out, the uh, Curry's is down hashtags going, and I decided I was going to uh, hop on there, use it to push the podcast because why not? And it was actually the most successful tweet we've ever had. So uh, if anyone's listening because they couldn't get PlayStation Five stock, hi, sorry about that. Sorry about using your misfortune to try and garner listeners. But if you're here, it worked. And if you're not, well, then I'm talking to myself. But never mind. But I've got friends trying to get PS5s. There's someone I work with that actually has a PS5. And the uh, the thing with that is he's got one and there's no games for it. There's just absolutely no games. Cyberpunk, the biggest game of 2020 arguably, even though that turned out to be horrific, they don't have the PS5 edition available yet. And the thing with Cyberpunk is it doesn't actually run on PlayStation 4 consoles, they've given refunds across the board to anyone on a PlayStation console that bought Cyberpunk. And PlayStation even took it off the PS Store. So that tells you how bad it is. Yeah, um, as you were saying with like the PS5, pretty much the only games you can get are ones from the PS4, which I'm not too bothered about because I tend to like, with like with Cyberpunk, I'll play Cyberpunk and that's all I'll play until I've completed it. Now I'll go on to the next. But it's just weird how they optimized it for a PlayStation 5, but haven't released the PlayStation 5 version, as you were saying. It's, it's a bit odd, but I have bought it for the PS4 in preparation. Uh, okay, because you Cyberpunk offers is one of the actual, well, probably one of the only games that offers the free next-gen upgrade, isn't it? So if you've bought it on one of the older consoles, you get a free upgrade to the, the newest version. I think... Yeah, um, Cyberpunk, um, Call of Duty, Go- um, Cold War. I think but Cold War has got a horrible thing. You have to pay for it. Yeah, so for me, it was on offer £50 for the game. And that it was the next-gen one included. Or it was 45 just for the PS4 version. Ah, well, may as well spend the extra money then, eh? Exactly. And then um, No Man's Sky offered a free upgrade as well. You love No Man's Sky, don't you? I've not played it in a long time, but as soon as I get that PS5, they've added so much again. 
You might be the best person to uh, tell this little anecdote, but if anyone played No Man's Sky, Jake was playing it for a while, really got into it. He was trying to get me into it. He's telling me about all these little adventures he was going on. And he's probably hours and hours into this save and he flies into a black hole and ends up the other side of the universe away from anything that he could do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if you haven't played No Man's Sky, it's based off real time. So if you're on a planet and it says you need to get to checkpoint a that checkpoint a would say like five days away and if you're going to walk there it would take five real time like five days in real time um obviously you've got cars and you're playing and stuff so it gets a bit quicker but when i went through the black hole it said it's going to take me 52 million light years to get back to my base i was like what why would you do this to me like <laughs> just give me <laughs> why a is that even a mechanic in the game yeah, it just puts you at a random spot. I think they've I think they've changed it a bit now, so you can also build your base a bit more before. Because you've got like the Atlas storyline and then you've got like your base storyline. So I did the Atlas one, which put me through the back hole. Where if I'd gone for the base one, I've now built a teleporter, a warp drive. So if I'd done that and then gone through the back hole, I could just build another warp drive and jump straight back. So if you actually carried on playing with the Black Hole game, not only would you have, if you played 24 hours a day for the rest of your life, not only would you have never made it back, but the human race would be extinct before you made it back. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. they've, they've added like a hell of a lot now. Like you can buy, and get freighters in the sky um, in space. So you can own a giant freighter and then you can have 30 ships following your freighter, of which you can send off to do little missions and... You can build bases with friends now and get mechs. That does sound good, to be honest with you. Not quite multiplayer. So if we were doing, if we were together building a base and we both had the mission build, I don't know, um, a gunsmith. If I built it, you could use my gunsmith, but it wouldn't count it as your mission being complete. So you'd also have to build one. Ah, Okay. Yeah, it's like kind of uh, Mm -hmm. everyone's got their own individual story and you have to do the the main objectives yourself. Mm -hmm. Not like co-op, it's multiplayer, but not co-op kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. But it's still fun. Not played in a long time, but it's still good game, good game. Well, moving swiftly on, you've got some kind of animal thing that I saw and it's intriguing me again. Some kind of topic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to throw in the odd odd animal facts every now and again and this is literally just like a really quick little little fact little little, little, little cheeky fact this is like what the one in think? like the one in the previous yeah. episode where you had that weird crab that could like punch so hard no it wasn't a crab it's some kind of shrimp that could punch so hard it heats shrimp. the water up around it to the temperature of the sun or something yeah some crap like that wasn't it um <laughs> but yeah so Obviously, animals kill a lot of people every year, almost as much as we kill them. What animal do you think gets the most kills in a year? The most kills on other animals or the most kills on the human race? On people. On people. So, you know, you've got sharks, crocodiles, mosquitoes probably do a lot, spiders, snakes. What do you think has the most kill rate? The thing with questions like this... The fact that I'm being asked such an obvious question makes me think it's going to be something really, really stupid. So 
the obvious answer might be like I don't know I don't even know what the obvious answer might be like a a fox or a dog or God knows what. Uh, but what do I think kills the most people a year? Is it going to be something really stupid like chicken because it's not cooked properly or something like that? Is it going to <laughs> be a technicality no, thing? It's one where you can see it happening, but it's terrifying because it's probably the one that you wouldn't want to happen at all. Oh, no. Okay. I've not got a clue. I'm going to say elephants kill the most people. I don't know. You're close. Ooh. You're close. Ooh. I'm intrigued right, now. So... It's going to be a giraffe or something. <laughs> also close. So this beastie thing, right? I'm just going up a bit of facts about it. So these things weigh around um, 1,500 kilograms. Okay. Right. They can run up to 19, nearly 20 miles per hour. Okay. And I can't remember what the bite force is, but it is a lot. All right. Enough is the answer. <laughs> it's, enough. it's the hippo. Oh, I've heard this before. Why? Ah. Oh. But the thing the is, kills more people. tell me how they kill more people than any other animal, because where in the world are hippos and why have people not learned not to go near them? Well, I, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I read that they're omnivores. I was about to say, could you uh, get me a, a picture of this exotic human murdering animal? But everyone knows what a bloody hippo looks like. There's no point. <laughs> right, so... Whilst hippos are herbivores, they have been known just to, you know, destroy the odd creature. But they're just very aggressive. If you come near their territory, they will mess you up, and they can. So I guess humans are going to try and get, like, water or something. People that live near jungles or wherever hippos bloody live, and they're getting mauled. Exactly. So... uh, you would not expect so, uh, that a hippo could run 20 miles an hour would you you wouldn't look at the fattest man you've ever huh. seen in the world which is essentially what the hippo hippo version of an animal is to me and uh say he could run fast they're just beastie things um so in comparison of how strong their bite is and all i've got it up so a polar bear can bite at 1200 psi right which uh, that that um, counts for twelve hundred pounds per square inch, which means nothing to me. Sounds like a fuck ton. I mean, basically, yeah, it means nothing to me. Um, the top is what they would the megalodon. That's like the top powerful right. bite at forty yeah. psi, whereas a hippo can do two thousand psi. So a hippo bite is a lot more than a polar bear. So if you have to choose getting bit by a hippo or a polar bear, your best bet's with a polar bear. What would you prefer, though? Because if a polar... Well, I suppose both of them, if they bite you, they're just going to snap you in two. But my thinking is I would go with a more powerful one because it would be over quick, like quick, far quicker. Whereas if something less powerful bites me, I might have like my hand or something hanging on by a thread and I'm sitting yeah. there going, ah. See, it depends because like if a hip, so <laughs> put your hand into a hippo's mouth, right? It bites. 
your hand is it's squashed. Simple as that, squashed. Yeah. If the hippo doesn't pull, your hand's going to just stay there cro- and squashed. Whereas a polar bear, go through your hand, it would just like tear it off, wouldn't it? So, I would imagine so, yeah. On my head, I'm guessing I'd rather have the hippo end it quicker. Just have it done with. The polar bear, if it's a limb, probably the polar bear. Yeah. Jesus, what a morbid conversation. <laughs> what what right. would you rather? Oh, he's got another one for me. He's going deep. Oh, no, no, that, that is it. Sorry. That is the would you rather. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little would you rather. Okay, here's one for you from a from a, a thing that I've been listening to. If you were trapped, Kirsty's not around, is she? Because she might not like this question. No, no, she's in bed. If you were trapped on a desert island, right, and your only companion is a mermaid, would you rather the top half or the bottom half to be a fish? obviously the mermaids have that fishy tail don't they would you prefer the top half to be a fish or the bottom half to be fish she's your only companion bottom half yeah i mean any holes are golden all in it well would she even have one in that tail where do fish have the you're going too too far into this jake abort (laughs) i suppose Um, you could uh jump on her back and tell her to ride you to safety though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also that, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, we went straight into the use. So you're go- you're going for the uh, you want her to have a head and a face, so you got someone to talk to and all that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but no, uh, that, if you've got a fish head, they're gonna die. They're gonna have to stay underwater. True. You wouldn't even be able to talk to each other. Good point. Right, and it depends what fish it is and all. Like, imagine if it was a what they called a blobfish or something or a blowfish you didn't say it was a pretty fish (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely mermaid bit of conversation someone to keep you company yeah exactly i mean ain't quite no wilson but yeah what would you rather have i think i'd go top half as well thinking about it it just no 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 bottom half bottom half sorry what you what you said yeah yeah so that the top half is human. Yeah. What's this? Uh, yeah. Is it a book you've linked as the as a next topic? Egg Ooh. and duck or something? Egg and duck. Have you have you heard anything about this? Not at all. Is this some kind of new right, well, craze? This is to do with Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. It's so George R. R. Martin finally pulled his finger out. Well, no, this is the one that he made... So, there's three novels in the tales of Dunk. Oh, it's Dunk, not Duck. Dunk and Egg. <laughs> and okay, Dunk and Egg. These were made in 1998, 2003, and 2010. And they are all based around Aegon Targaryen. Right. So, the civil war that built it to the Dance of Dragons and whatnot. And they're making it into a new series, a Ooh. prequel to Game of Thrones. So we're going to watch young Eggard Targaryen. Before he goes mad and everything. Yes. I think it's Which... about to start auto-playing the video. Let me pause that quickly. <laughs> Which, yeah, I saw it. I was like, that would be pretty damn good because I don't know how they're going to quite 
playoff making new stuff for Game of Thrones. They're definitely not going to leave it alone. They're going to milk it as much as they can. Yeah, well, I heard that. I heard that Dan, is it Dan and David or something like that? The creators or the people who were producing Game of Thrones to begin with, they were offered three more seasons to kind of wrap up the story. They're like, nah, we'll do it in one. (laughs) So HBO um, wanted to milk it anyway. So, Well, that's why I want to watch Kenobi because Kenobi is the reason they left Game of Thrones. Didn't they get sacked from that as well? Yeah, I know that they stopped doing it or something, but I'm not sure how much they got done first. It's going to be tough one. But yeah, they're they're making a prequel to Game of Thrones and however many others they make. Tales of Duncan Egg. Oh, so Egg is short for Aegon. Yeah, and then Duncan is... I can't remember if it's it. Says down here, Sir Duncan the Tall. So I'm pretty sure he's probably mentioned in Game of Thrones somewhere. Or if you've read the books, you've probably heard a lot of him. Yeah. So 90 which years are... prior to the events of A Song of Ice and Fire, which is the actual Game of Thrones series. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So that would be one to keep an eye out for then, see if that's good. Does it say who's producing it? Have they got new people in? I'm not sure, but they've really, they've got a lot on their plate. So another thing on the Game of Thrones talk, did you see that um, as of this week, I think, it's been 10 years since the Game of Thrones book was published? Jesus Christ, really? So he has been writing the next book in the series uh, for 10 years. For those that don't know, that don't follow Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones at one point actually overtook the books, which is arguably where most people say it started going downhill because they were essentially... They had the rough idea of where Game of Thrones was going to end and Game of Thrones ends here and the producers went zigzagging all the way to try and get there. So yeah. the the book, the book series overtook the books and uh, it's been 10 years since he produced another book. That's crazy. See, it's funny you mentioned that because um, it, it was just earlier I read something that apparently, um, what's his name? George he- Martin. George Martin, that's it. He's always wanted to be a TV show writer. Really? And apparently the reason that he's not rushing the book now is because he's done what he wanted to do. So it a lot makes of people sense. think he's not even bother. Now that he's succeeded his goal, essentially, he's not even going to bother with, with finishing I... them, which I probably wouldn't. Yeah, well, the guy, the guy's probably a multimillionaire. Or he's, well, definitely a multimillionaire from the book sales and the TV sales. It's a lot of pressure and all trying to like see yeah. all the reviews from the ending of the show. He probably had something in his mind which was nothing compared to that, and now he did say he did say that they went a different kind of direction with a lot of stuff. So he said that when the book is eventually finished, certain storylines will be different. Yeah, which so, so, so it the should books be. I mean, and the TV show tell. will split off. Yeah, you, you can tell that they rushed the end. Like, oh yeah, it's like some fight scenes lasted like four episodes. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the whole thing ends in like three. It's like in the in the first and third seasons, you could people can debate whether this was good or bad, but I quite enjoyed it because you got a lot of detail just traveling to one place to another like the journey between let's say westeros and bravos used to take like a season and there was 
up points, there was down points, there was highs and lows, and you really got to learn new characters and learn more about old characters, and there was a journey there. But then all of a sudden, when we get to season eight, people are teleporting across the yeah. across the map. You know what it is? They unlocked their fast travel. Yeah, that's it. They got towards the end of the game and their characters became OP. Yeah. Then another series coming out very soon is the Lord of the Rings one. They've started to they finished recording it, I think. The Amazon one. Yeah, are you a fan of Lord of the Rings? In all honesty, I've never watched a Lord of the Rings film. I've seen a lot of clips and everyone says, if you like Game of Thrones, you'll love Lord of the Rings. But I don't know. Pete loves them. My brother loves them. Uh... There's something I really need to watch, to be honest with you. It's just, don't compare it to Game of Thrones at all. Take it as its own thing. I wouldn't say which one's better, though, because um, Kirsty's family had a tradition where every Christmas Eve they would watch Lord of the Rings. All of them, or just extended, one? Extended decision, um, ex- extended edition, that's the yeah. word. Put them on first thing in the morning when you wake up. And then by the time it hits about 10 p.m., 11 p.m., the last one ends. Christ. Carried on doing that. So for the last five years, that's all that's been on TV. Jesus Christ. It's great. Can't get enough of them. You know what, though? You don't watch them after the year, but they're great. Absolutely great. So that's like got to be what? Let's say you put them on 10 in the morning or 9 in the morning. You're talking uh, like 12, 13 hours or something. How many... How far through Game of Thrones would you get? I bet you could probably pick, pick, give yourself 12 hours, which is about 12 episodes of Game of Thrones. You could probably stitch together a really fast story of Game of Thrones and just have it all knocked out in a day. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to pick some specific episodes, though, wouldn't you? I mean, there's some filler episodes where you put them on and you're just watching nothing. Like the one where they shoved, they shoved Ed Sheeran in there singing for no apparent reason in like season six or seven. I don't know. I, know, I didn't pick up it. Not until after when I saw the clips. I was like, of course. How did I not recognize him? <laughs> a lot of people hated that and said it was pointless. And even though I just did there, there was a lot of story development for Arya in that bit. So it was kind of justified. But also you could have done that scene without Ed Sheeran. I've got a small feeling that he was drunk at some type of party where a Game of Thrones star was. And they just got chatting like, yeah, 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 join us. Come on, on. why not? And that's how it stemmed. Yeah, we'll write you in. Don't worry. I mean, if I got offered to be in the show, I wouldn't say no. Even if I thought it was the most pointless thing ever. If they said, do you want to be in the show? I'd be like, you'll be killing. Come on, let's Absolutely. Especially as a fan. And while we're talking about Game of Thrones, it's a, a, you've gone a bit out of I know, I'm trying to get there, myself back in focus. Hello. There we go, we're back. Um, conversation me and Kirsty had a while back, when we first started watching it, is you've got a kid, they're about four or five, and they get put in a role in Game of Thrones. And you're reading the script and it just said that they're witnessing adults pounding into each other and then fake blood shooting everywhere. Would you let them do it? That's a good question, actually. And at the same time, it's like, 
It's a good question because that's genuinely how old, maybe slightly older, but some of the cast and crew were when Game of Thrones started, wasn't exactly. it? It's like it's a bit young. But uh, I don't know. It would be yeah, exactly. I mean, if they said no, think about where some of the actors in Game of Thrones would be now. Yeah, imagine that. Just like you find out you're watching it, and your mum and dad go, "Oh yeah, you were offered that, but I said no because you were too young. You'd lose your shit." I know. Spoiler alert. Pause. Put turn turn your uh, volume down now if you intend to watch the Game of Friends finale. If uh, imagine if you were Arya, who you've just seen him kill the Night King, and your mum and dad uh, turn around to you and go, "You got offered that role, but I turned it down." <laughs> You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? Yeah. By the way, you've got a twelve-hour shift at McDonald's tomorrow, so get to bed. <laughs> Gone. Off you go. Yeah. Oh no, you you'd hate it. But um, it just reminded me of the... Have you, have you watched Afterlife, Ricky Gervais? Oh, it's so good. Ricky Gervais is a genius. Um, but the scene where... I mean, it's not really a spoiler because everyone's seen this. The um, scene where um, the little kid calls, calls him a pedo. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, imagine reading that script. You're a parent and they go, right, and then he's going to turn to your kid and say, you ginger fat cunt. You'd be like... <laughs> right, well, that... Will that mentally scar him? Yeah, the uh, the, nah. the parents are reading the script and see that, and they go, "Ooh, I've got just the kid." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, looking for fat ginger kid, possibly no friends. Just that's my son. They they look up from reading right the script, and across from them on the sofa is their kid with his uh face in the biscuit barrel. They're like, "I found a job for him." <laughs> <laughs> really skinny and they worked for a year to build that up so yeah. why are you treating me so much because you're gonna make me a lot of dollar i've gone me- i've gone method actor i need to fat myself up for one line in uh afterlife <laughs> but no apparently um the kid loved being on the cast and stuff like receives cards from him and all sorts the parents have put like little little clip up saying thank you so much so it can't be that bad so another big thing that's happened in the world recently is uh, Donald Trump is out and Joe Biden is in. <clears throat> About time. And the About whole time. world or the whole of America has lost their minds. They're just crazy, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, First of all, they stormed the Capitol, which I believe is their version of Parliament. I don't know how they managed that. God knows. I mean, granted, it's because they're white. That's why they got away with that. Yeah. Well, did you see there was a picture? I wish I had it, but there was a picture of a a guy, a police officer in full riot gear, baton and everything, and he's got the hand of this old woman who's stormed the Capitol, and uh, he's helping her down the steps so that she doesn't trip up. And it's like, there are, you know, there is a huge difference here. There is a huge difference. I mean... It's just ridiculous, isn't it? The whole idea of being able to do that is just mind-blowing. Yeah, I was following it at work. I'm going to quickly see if I can find it. Because these idiots uh, like live-stream themselves doing it and um, recorded videos and put it all on Twitter, there's mugshots of them being caught in the act. And you can see the before and after pictures of them being caught. They're just complete plonkers aren't they i mean imagine if we did that over here 
I know. I know. Rituals. Well, I, I like though... to. I might be putting too much stock in the people of the UK, but I like to think we're a bit better than that. We don't really go that crazy, do we? We just moan. Yeah, we just moan about it and say, we, yeah, we just go all verbal about it, don't we? Yeah. I mean, that's, like that's what moan. we do. We. we, we so I've got a picture here of one of the one of the people that got caught. I'm going to send you a link to it. This is just brilliant. The guy looks like he's having the time of his life. He stole some kind of podium. It looks like it's got a, a plaque on the front that's made of solid gold or something. And he's like, woohoo, having the time of my life. <laughs> and then you see his mugshot. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing that they managed to get that far into it. I mean, we say it's much different, but did you see the global warming protest in Parliament? And this was like, it must have been about a year ago, maybe more. No, I've not. Of all the global warming activists, they all just stripped naked in Parliament, stood there naked. Oh, wow. No, I, I don't know how I've missed that, but I've missed that. If you go to Parliament, you can watch what they're doing. You're allowed in. I'm not sure if it's certain certain thing you have to do to get in or what but um i'm gonna look uh, uh look for a picture now for the people that are watching the video version of the podcast yeah let me extinction rebellion that's it oh yeah the people that are a bit crazy i'm not sure if i can even show this on youtube it might get us a little bit um yeah, knocked off oh, the quick... air or whatever but I'm looking at the picture now for the people who are watching on audio and if anyone's ever seen the Houses of Parliament and um, you imagine the green benches that all the people sit there and debate on these protesters have broken in to you know the main room and they've got the bare asses out they're bearing it all um, bearing it for everyone to see you can go down they are um, this article that I've sent you is bled out I've uh, I've got it up for the people watching the video version, and uh, it's pretty radical. It's just crazy, isn't it? Um, stop I don't know how I missed this. I managed to miss out a sensor. Say that again, sorry. And the second video, when you scroll down to it, stop at the second video because they have missed out a sensor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just, just leave bonkers, that link like... completely alone. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> but it's it's just sit like that. They were all arrested very quick, and that's like the most extreme thing that has happened here since Bloody Guy Fawkes. Probably, yeah. There's not much that goes on, really, is there? Well, then, in America, you know, you're only a troublemaker if you do it peacefully, apparently. But that's yeah. one of the things that led to trump's downfall weren't it i mean oh yeah everyone all of you well i think i'm not going to say all of his supporters because i'm sure there were some people in the beginning that supported him for genuine reasons like i don't know i don't know what they might be but not everyone that supported him was some kind of racist fanatic but the ones that were you they were they from zero to 100 are very very quick like the Trump supporters were the like the extreme of Trump supporters were extreme. Yeah, yeah, there was no in between. 
Did you see the no, video of the woman who's uh, like, I don't know if it's QAnon or whatever it is, but a, a faction of the Trump supporters believed that as Trump was going out, he was going to pardon all these people. He was going to declassify all the files. He's going to arrest all these corrupt politicians and it didn't happen. So anyway, this woman is sat on the toilet and she's making a video, literally crying her eyes out saying, Donald Trump, when are you going to do all the stuff? And she's on the toilet and you can hear her farting in the background and she's in the bathroom. So it's echoing. (laughs) And she's like giving this really heartfelt cry out to Donald Trump and she's just letting him rip. What was she eating? Well, she was like, uh, she was a very stereotypical American, so she might have had a trip to KFC that night. More than likely, I just I don't understand. Did she see the pardon? So he gave like 120 out when it or something like that. It was a lot. Well, I, I, there was a lot of pardons, but I think it's actually a lot less than most presidents do. Um, yeah, but they, his was stupid. It was like, um, who was it? Was it Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne got a pardon. A lot of rappers, yeah. A lot of people thought he was going to pardon Joe Exotic. And Julian so Assange and Edward Snowden. Because yeah, a lot of um, the Joe Exotic work, like, and whoever he employed, they sent a limo to his prison on that day. I saw that picture. Yeah, yeah. That was brilliant. Uh, they, some of that they're not sharing out for them to know that. Oh, there, there they are protesting at um, Parliament. What, have I put um, it up on screen? Yeah, it just popped up. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> oh, we're trying to find a picture of Joe Exotic's team getting oh, yeah, him a limo. I think, I think it, it popped up on my Discord because I'm watching your screen, but I don't think it popped up on the stream. But yeah, Joe Exotic's uh, team around him hide a limo ready to take him out when Donald Trump pardoned him, but the pardon never came. No, I don't understand why they thought that much. Though. Like, he must have had some background. I mean, the ne- not got there. In fairness to them, the Netflix documentary did take over the world, so maybe Donald Trump saw it, but he didn't like him enough to and pardon it- him. Have you seen anything about the new one? I've not. No, I've not heard anything about the new one. Hold on, let me get it. Are you telling you. me the Tiger King's coming back? Well, I'm not sure exactly how much he's going to be coming back, but I can't remember what it was called. It was. It was because... something to do with. Oh, as, shit, much, as much as he was a hilarious and funny character, if the police have got it right and if all the evidence is actually uh, correct, even though he disputes it, the guy did try and have someone killed. So even though he's funny and entertaining as hell, I shouldn't really be rooting for him, but weirdly I am. I can't bloody find it. What was it? Some kind of new Netflix documentary? Yeah, it's something to do with... Like his defense, like the lies and stuff like that. Apparently, uh, it's meant to be proves his innocence or some crap like that. But do you remember? But this is going back to like 2014 or something. The uh, Netflix documentary that took the world by storm back then, making a murderer. Yes, it still goes on now. I think doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What I would love is a uh, some kind of making a murderer too, and it's all about Joe Exotic. It's all about, like oh, you say, that... his lies, his legal defense, what's true, what's not. 
That would be fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's called Joe Exotic Tigers, Lies and Cover-Up. Ooh, you've got me interested already. Yeah, so it's like, have they found stuff they've not shared it shared yet? Or but no, there's it's just so it's such a weird thing to happen. I mean, these two people who pretty much no one knew all of a sudden become the most known people. Well, not the most, but huge influences in people's lives. Like Carol Baskin, even if, as soon as you say that, people will scream her name back at you because she's become a catchphrase. Like it's probably the most well-known catchphrase in the world now, and it's somebody's Still not name. Not You've watched not it watched yet, it. But I know we started to, but we were late to the party, so we pretty much knew everything about it just from the memes. Trust me, that show is so deep. There's so many twists and turns. There's so much drama. You could never know enough about it. Even if you watched it three times, it will never get old. You should, tr you should really go back and give it a go. What is it about Brits and watching murder documentaries? We're a bit of a sadistic bunch, aren't we? Yeah, enough of them. We've started watching um, the Yorkshire Ripper. I've not watched that. Do you know who the Yorkshire Ripper is? I've heard of him, yeah. A ripper from Yorkshire. So it's like, <laughs> like the 80s or something, he's trying to tell people exactly how... Jack the Ripper did. And it went on for, I think, five years or something. Kirsty finished it, I didn't. Um... And the own and this spoiler alert, people are not watching. I mean, it's history anyway, so you should know about it. Um, the only reason he got caught was because a cop pulled him over for an unregistered car and went, Hold on one minute, you look familiar. Really? And in like cassette tapes to um, the police, let handwritten letters. He wanted to get caught really bad and then he got caught by accident. Isn't it weird that that often happens? Like the most. I don't want to say smart because I don't want to make it sound like I'm um, admiring them. But the, the criminals that the police seem to not be able to catch and they seem to be so smart because they evade the police always end up getting caught because uh, an indicator light was out or they went through a red light. Something really simple gets them caught like that. But like, Do they do it on purpose though? Because they want to get caught. That's I it. Mean, when I they would. write these letters, they want the attention, don't they? Exactly. If I was going around murdering people in such sadistic ways i'd want to get caught i would really? want my name out there that's why that's why you're doing it though isn't it you want to be known you want that to be your legacy i yeah, suppose as soon in as they caught up him, mind yeah as soon as they caught him and they took him in the sound went are you this guy the yorkshire ripper he was like yep and this is where i killed the first one and hit their body this is how i did it then the next one and he just told him everything they Didn't get stop, him in the interview room yeah, you just yeah, you got me. This is what I did. It's like it's like uh, someone that has their new hairdo done, and uh, someone finally asks them, "Did you do something with your hair?" And they're like, "Are you the Yorkshire Ripper?" He's like, "Thank you for realizing." <laughs> well, finally, someone mentioned crazy. it. But it wouldn't happen now. We've got that much technology. That's I think that's what makes it so fascinating. It would not happen now. Well, there was recently a, an interesting one for anyone that likes serial killers. I think he was called the Twitter killer. And it was a guy in Japan who would uh, look out for people who were suicidal on social media, 
track them down and then murder them. And he was known as the the Twitter killer or the social media killer or something. So he, he thought he was it. doing them some sort of justice. Yeah, yeah, because they were maybe he thought that they didn't have enough uh, bottle to do it or they, you know, whatever the word is. So he decided he was going to come along and do them a favor and just do it for them. Oh, that's that's brutal. Makes sense. But um, did you watch Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? That is the most insane wild ride you will ever watch, isn't it? I think I've got about two episodes left. But I, I know what happened. But yeah. it's just brutal. It's crazy. Like For anybody that doesn't know what Don't Fuck With Cats is, when I first heard the title... And admittedly, the picture on Netflix, I thought it was going to be some kind of compilation of viral videos of cats going mental. And I was like, why do I want to watch that for? It sounds rubbish. I can watch that on YouTube. (laughs) It is the most wild ride of this serial murderer you will ever meet. And he's the type of guy Jake's just been talking about, like really brazen, really wants to get caught, a proper exhibitionist. And he's he's tracked down by this bunch of internet sleuths, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, because he's just probably can tell from the title and what we told you, he starts killing cats. Yeah. Saying people are going to be next. And obviously, if you say, I'm going to kill a person, people go, no, don't do that. But if you say you're going to kill a cat or a dog, people go batshit crazy for it. And they hunted him down. They're more yeah. than the police could. That was essentially it. The, basically, the, the ringleader of this internet group loved cats. And she's like, right, I'm not going to let this fucker get away. Because the, there wasn't enough evidence or the evidence that was there was kind of stuff the police would need to really, really look into. And it's one of those situations yeah. where it's happening in a rural area of um, either the Ukraine or maybe the US or Canada. And the, the, the rural police there just don't have the technical ability or the they don't care enough to look into this kind of thing. So these bunch of internet sleuths are going, ah, look in the background there. There's a number on that uh, on that house. We'll track, We'll find out where he was and we'll pinpoint him here. And they pinpointed his locations all across the globe and then, and then they figured out who the guy might be and cracked the case. It's amazing. That's what I mean. You could not get away with it nowadays. You could not get away with murder. Not like people should try. To be fair though, how well, would we know? Maybe they are getting away with it now and they're so good yeah. at it we don't know. But you must be a very clever person to be able to get away with it properly now. Yeah. Like, obviously, a lot of people get away with knife crimes. But that's not because they're plotting big things. I mean, they're just knife crimes, aren't they? They're stupid. The yeah. police look at them and know what's what's. So when are you thinking about finishing off Don't Fuck With Cats? And if anyone else is watching and hasn't seen it, I would recommend you do. Um, uh, whenever really I mean I literally just it was a while ago but I watched that before I watched for Joe Exotic yeah and I just stopped just didn't come back to it one day don't know why me and Emma watched that Don't Fuck With Cats in a day I don't know it might be like four hours or six hours we sat down we watched it halfway through we're ordering a, like an Indian and we're getting curries and everything. And uh, the door knocks. We're in the middle of watching an episode. And it's a really tense bit. And the door knocks and it's the Indian there. We're like, oh my God, he's come to get us. <laughs> so we're going like get the curry and we're sat there like eating it. Like eyes glued to the TV. It was brilliant. 
I miss. I've, it's been a while since I've watched something that's got me proper glued in. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the last thing that proper had my attention that much. What TV shows are you looking forward to, if any? Um. Other than the Lord of the Rings one, there's nothing that blows me away. What about, did you ever watch The Witcher on Netflix? Yes. I forgot about that. Season 2 is coming out. Is he okay now? Because he had an accident, didn't he? He had to go to hospital. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's fine now. That's alright then. I'm looking forward to the yeah, new that, season of The that, Witcher. I like that. It was good, wasn't it? It was completely, like, I wasn't expecting it at all. Did it confuse the fuck out of you? Because it confused the fuck out of me. They do time traveling, right? For anyone that's not seen it, it's kind of an old-timey show set in this kind of fantasy medieval-type universe. And they do time travel, but they don't tell you the episode you're watching is in the past. So you're so confused watching it. Yeah, you've (laughs) you've got three characters. Spoiler alert, once again, for people who won't watch it. You've got three characters. One of them's in the present. One of them's in the past. And one of them's in the past of the past but they're all happening at the same time. And yeah, it's about halfway through that you kind of click on like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And well, yeah, they sort of like all to each other, don't they? I didn't even know that they were all happening simultaneously. I have only just found that out through you now. I thought we were getting flashbacks. No, no. So um, the bits where, I'm, I'm going to say my name, spoiler alert once again cut off now if you do like go a couple couple minutes ahead if you <laughs> if you you've care not watched about that. it or plan um yeah so Yennefer's story when she meets Gerald mm-hmm. that's when his story starts so oh that's uh, smart so she goes say her story starts at one his starts at three and What's her name? Siri? Siri? Yeah, Siri, Siri, isn't it? Her starts at eight. They will do Yennefer's one to six, Gerald's three to ten. Like, yeah, so as it's going on. So you're watching Yennefer's and then watching Gerald's sort of come at the same time and when they meet up. And then those two carry on to meet Siri in like episode nine or whatever, but you've watched a couple of hers of stuff happening before they meet up with her. Okay. And that makes a lot more sense in my head now. Okay. They could have done. I, why do I need you to explain that when I've seen the whole show? Why didn't they do a better job of explaining that? I don't know, but yeah, so. Yeah. The only reason I got it is because when Gerald meets Siri's mum. He meets her in the big ballroom where he helps the hedgehog guy. Yeah, they have a big fight, that's, don't they? And then while you're watching that, at the same time, you're seeing clips of Siri doing stuff. Yeah. And then you get to him having to find where this child is while she's also growing up. It sort of just slowly links in. But have you played The Witch of the Game? Witcher no, 3. do you do you remember when The Witcher Three came out? I mean, you bought it at the same time, and we were going to have a race to see who could complete it. I've 
played about 10 minutes on PC, but I played it, I bought it again on PS4. Yeah. And I pretty much binged it. I've, I've I never got, got to past. Sorry, go on. I got to what I thought was the end, but then it started to carry on and I've not been back to it since. Ah. Uh, everyone says it's brilliant. The mission I got up to is, do you remember, this will be somewhere near the beginning because I didn't get very deep. You have to help some kind of like baron or head of a town. Like he's got a little castle yeah. and he's got some old baby that he killed because it would have caused problems for him. And it comes back as some kind you, of ghoul. Like the boggit or something. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't kill it. I just couldn't. You've you can, got this yeah. thing where a silver sword kills monsters and a steel, steel sword kills like animals and people. And I'm sat there trying to flick between the two and I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm turning it off. <laughs> yeah. Use your signs and oils on it. So one thing I learned with The Witcher is your inventory and your oils, potion, they all matter a hell of a lot. Oh, great. So some enemies you can't even and hurt unless you put a certain oil on the sword. Oh, this is too deep for me. That's what I mean. Like the crafting is intense in it, like the potions thing. But also, once you make a potion, you've got that potion then. So you don't have to keep making it. And once you've used it like three times or whatever, if you sleep or rest, it restocks it automatically for you. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it's not something so, you have to go out picking flowers for to make the potions like it's Far Cry or something. It made it so that the potions and oils and signs and things are really, really important. But they have gave you that leeway. Once you've done it, it's done. I like that. And because we've played that though, we know that series okay that's the thing because I, I i never the witcher was a book it was in its three games before i even got to it i started the witcher at witcher 3 and i know she's a character so i'm sat there like skipping through her storyline so i'm like this is all boring i know that she it's because you're supposed to be like oh does she survive does she survive and i'm like yes she does skip okay. <laughs> yeah she, she's fine i've seen it don't worry I've about it. it but yeah i can like the witcher is such an in-depth game that I didn't realize like from where you are it's like going well, it's like leaving the cave in Skyrim really so there's a whole world oh, out shit. there that I haven't even seen yet it's exactly how the Witcher is but I'm um, saying that Skyrim they're making a Skyrim series as well Jesus Christ if they couldn't milk that game or franchise for any more here's another thing yeah, I've not seen much about it, but yeah, they're making a Skyrim. The problem they're with Skyrim role-playing series. things for me, people talk about all these amazing adventures they have in role-playing games and stuff. They're like, oh yeah, my character's a mage and I went to this place and that place or I'm a knight of this town or something. They get dead into it, but for me, I tend to role-play as Ben, who is trying to get through the game as fast as possible and complete it. So I never get into <laughs> it. I never get any cool stories. I'm like, right, here's a mission. I've got to get it done. It's like a job or a chore. And then I've got a you side just, quest. I'm like, for fuck's sake, not more things. No, I don't want to get you bread. <laughs> well, um, I've, I've com- borderline complete Skyrim about three times now, where I can't do any more missions, can't find any more. But um, I recently got it on VR. Ooh, Came with the pack. New so experience. One thing I've never done is use magic. I've always gone light armor, sword, bow, kick ass you know walk through kill everything yeah. on vr when you've got the motion controls and you shoot lightning for example you have to put your hand forward and aim where you want it to go 
like your Iron Man or something. Yeah, so I thought, you know, I'm going to give this a go. And I've only played a little bit of that. But um, same as the bow, you've got to lift the bow up yourself. You've got to draw the arrow, put it onto the bow, pull back, and fire the bow yourself. You can fire it as quick as you want. I might have to give that a go because my friend's got it and he said it's brilliant. And you're saying it's brilliant too, so... But um, the magic on that is a lot more intriguing because just the idea that you can walk around using magic. So on my playthrough, I am going full on, full on magic. I'm not going to use swords and stuff if I don't have to. The only thing that bothers me is in Skyrim, you have giant spiders, don't you? And like creatures like that. Giant spiders in VR. I'm not sure how I feel about that. They're not too bad when you're blasting them with fire. Okay. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, um, it's just a different experience. It's just weird, just looking around and having that interaction. My still Sky... trips me out. Say that again, sorry. Trips me out still. Not used to it. My Skyrim experience was on PC. I only played it when I got on PC, and I would spend like an hour or two downloading all these mods, making sure they worked, getting Skyrim looking amazing. And then after I spent two hours trying to get mods working and that, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. So I'd get Skyrim looking amazing and then turn it off straight away. Yeah, it's one of those where if you overmod it too much, you're done. Yeah. But what I enjoyed was every time I replayed it now, I'd fly through the main quest, get it out of the way. Because the main quest, as good as it is, it's just like the basic thing. It's like a, tutorial, a giant tutorial. Teaches you the all the stuff you need world. to know, get your and then the rest of it you can just go on and spend like 500 hours in the actual side quests and other main stories, and you spent three hours doing the actual main quest. That's why I'm no good at roleplay games because it sounds like the bulk of the story is in the 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 surrounding world and the side quests and stuff, whereas I bomb through the main uh, game. It was the same with Cyberpunk. Like, Cyberpunk, you can get, like, modifications to your body. Like, you can get an yeah. Iron Man arm that shoots explosives and shit. And I'm watching a guy do a mission that I did that I struggled with, and all of a sudden he's got some, like, bionic arm that's shooting missiles. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk, because it's been a while since I've played a game where everything you do matters. I loaded it up on my PS4. Um, I've not got a PS4 Pro. I've just got a PS4. I loaded it up, made my character, did a couple of the main stories. No glitches, nothing. Not a single issue. Really? Wow, you're one of the lucky ones. I mean, granted, like if I looked at the floor and there was cockroaches, they would just vanish rather than going under something. Yeah. It, in fact, it just made me think of this. Um, I was watching a video earlier of Call of Duty where you used to be able to jump out of the map go around underneath people and shoot them through the floor. Yeah, good times. Glitches then. But now that, again, we didn't complain about glitches then. But now a car doesn't go straight sometimes. We're like, well, this is a terrible game. What a mistake making this. We were younger back then, weren't we, though? It was more fun back then. But nowadays, we're like, that was when the parents bought the game. So nowadays, we're like, I paid 50 quid for this fucking game. I expect it to work. But before, it was your parents' money. It's like, oh, this is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, you might be right there, but yeah, I, I bought it anyway, ready for when I get a PS5. Don't blame which I will you. Get. 
It is a really, Actually. really good game. And the thing is, you you got three different types of character you can work as. You can be like a nomad, who is a nomad. You've got like a corpo, which is like someone who works for the corporations, and you've got someone else. So like, I think the storyline differs depending on what kind of category of character you go for. So you can play through it at least three times. Did you go for Nomad? I did go for Nomad, yeah. I know has picked Nomad. And um, spoiler alert for literally the main, the first ever mission. I completed so complete the game. You go into, yeah, you completed the game. I played the first like three missions of that. You go into the patrol area, the border place. And when you speak to the guy, what did you say to him when he said, oh, you're a part of the Nomad clan? Did you say, yeah, I am, or did you say not anymore? Oh, I honestly can't remember. I think I think so, because after a while, he gets a bit pissy with you, doesn't he? So I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm part of the clan. What about it? I think that's what I went with. Right, and then when you said you're a part of the clan, when you left there, did you get a giant police, a police chase? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, no, I'm not a part of the clan anymore. Gave him the money, you know, bribed him and left. And then when they were chasing us, they went, oh, I knew I shouldn't have told him I'm not a part of the clan. Now they're, they're after us because they know that no one's going to come after them. Uh, so I'm not okay. sure a corporation who's supposed to be all the posh snobs, if you pick them, will they just let you go straight through? Or is it because yeah. you're a nomad? Why, Isaac? Have to play it to find out. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick a corporation and I'm going to see how that beginning bit varies. Because I know the players, player interactions will depend on your character and your gender and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're at an hour and 15 minutes, so I think it's that time of the Gee. week again. It flies by. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah, already. So if, if you're you listening to the video... Oh, sorry. Go on, Jake. Oh, no, I was just making sure we got through all the topics. I think we have, yeah. If you listen on video, then thank you. Let us know what you think about the new background. Let us know uh, what you think of the cameras. I think they're looking nice and crisp. If you're listening on, on iTunes, please leave uh, a rating. Even if it's one star, let us know your feedback. It does help us out going, getting up the charts and stuff. And if you're listening on Spotify, thank you. Yes, all criticism is accepted, unless Definitely. it's mean. Unless it's mean. (laughs) Alright, well, I'm going to roll the outro song and we'll catch you guys later. See you next time.